Welcome to the Sober Life Podcast. I'm your host, Eli Thomas, and I am so happy that you decided to join us today while we discuss all things related to living the sober life, free from the grips of drugs and alcohol and all the chaos that comes along with that. Now, keep in mind, we do aim to be the most interactive show on the internet, so we ask that you send in your questions, concerns, show ideas, or even your own personal story. And you never know, we might even ask you to be a guest on the show. But if nothing else, we will be sure to get those questions answered right here on this forum. Now, if you want to email us, the address is thesoberlifepodcast at gmail.com. Or you can always find us on social media, Instagram or Facebook, where we are at The Sober Life Podcast. We continue our conversations that we start here on the podcast. We also answer questions and just plain interact with you. So be sure to check that out. Now, without any further ado, let's get into today's topic. All right, welcome back to the Sober Life Podcast. I'm your host, Eli Thomas. And I'd like to thank each and every one of you for joining us here. We truly do appreciate you. And I hope you get as much out of our podcast as I get out of putting it together. So thank you again. Uh, Let's go ahead and get into the good stuff, get into our topic today. Uh, Just before we do, I want to get into our quote of the day. And that comes to us from uh, Russell Brand, the actor Russell Brand. And here's what he has to say. The mentality and behavior of drug addicts and alcoholics is wholly irrational until you understand that they are completely powerless over their addiction, and unless they have structured help, they have no hope. Unless they have structured help, they have no hope. And if you are still in the grips of drug or alcohol addiction and you've not sought out that structured help, hey, I'm your friend in the business here. Feel free to contact us via email or on our Facebook or Instagram pages, and I will be happy to refer you to a lot of the professionals that I know in the business of structured help, that is, or treatment, have no problem giving out that referral, so please don't hesitate. But now back to our topic. Our topic today is how do I know if I'm an alcoholic or a drug addict? How do you know? I mean, does, is it just written across your forehead, or do you get like a special t-shirt for it? Does somebody come up and tell you? Because a lot of times when we're in the grips of this addiction, people will tell us, but we don't really take their advice. That's just kind of how it works. That's the nature of an addict. And and that might even be one way that you know. But how do you really know? And there's been books written on this. There's been audio tapes written on this. There's been three-hour-long seminars done about just simply knowing if you are an addict. And I mean, my gosh, there's PhDs galore out there, psychiatrists, psychologists that have written extensive studies on the topic. And sometimes it just gets to the point where you just kind of quit reading because it's a little bit too much. But I have three simple questions that I believe will tell us the answer to this question. And these are simple questions that you can ask yourself. And again, remember, sobriety is in the honesty business. So when you ask yourselves these questions, be sure that you're honest with yourself because really you're only lying to yourself. So why bother? But question number one, I would say is, do you crave or do you have this super increased tolerance for your drug of choice or substance of choice? So we're not going to put it in a box. We're going to leave it wide open. Whatever your DOC is or drug of choice is, do you crave it when you're not supposed to? 
when the average individual doesn't. Like, I don't know, first thing in the morning, before you even get out of bed, you got to have a little something. Or maybe while you're doing something else, something important, like, I don't know, uh, at work, and you find yourself craving or wanting your DOC. Do you have this crazy high tolerance? I mean, I ran into a guy not too long ago, and this man was drinking 40 beers a day. And I mean, my goodness, who, who has the ability to drink 40 beers a day? You're not born that way. But this individual, and I've met several individuals that have these super high tolerances for things. And that's just talking about alcohol, but the same thing happens with illicit drugs, where you have this increased tolerance. So maybe you find at one point you were snorting your DOC, and now all of a sudden you're, you're injecting it. And maybe you're running out of places to inject it. You're injecting it in places like your toes, things of that sort. That might be a sign that you might be an addict. You find yourself having a couple of shots of vodka or whiskey or whatever the case may be, and it's 9 o'clock in the morning and you haven't even gotten out the door to go to work. That could also tell us that, you know, there may be a problem here. And, you know, it's just, it's one of those things that we have to look ourselves in the mirror and truly ask these tough questions. And if the answer is yes, we've got to understand that there is help out there and there are ways that we can go to to try to get through this situation. I'm not going to say that we're going to get over it, and that's why we call it recovery. You know, people that have have put down the drugs and alcohol 30 years ago, they still tell you that they are in recovery. Because, you know, we've got to understand that as addicts, be it alcoholics or drug addicts, we do have a disease, and it's in us. It's always kind of hanging out in the background. And if we don't take care of said disease, then it will flare its ugly head again. And I was equated to having cancer, and cancer is a horrible, horrible disease, and I'm not making light of it. But if I were to be diagnosed with a cancer, here's what I'm doing, and this is just me personally. I'm going to get my butt to Houston, Texas, and I'm going to be in the MD Anderson Cancer Center because it's the best cancer center in the world, and I'm going to treat that disease. Well, same thing with addiction. We have to treat this disease in order for it to not come back. So that's question number one. Question number two is, have you told yourself any of the following things? Like, I can stop anytime. Or, you know, I want to, but it's not that bad. Or maybe even, uh, you know what? My drinking or drugging problem is nothing compared to old Jim's drinking or drugging problem. We start comparing that problem with somebody else. Those are the kind of questions that when we're in our addiction, we start telling ourselves. Those are the things that we tend to start believing. Hey, I only drink on the weekends. Or hey, I only party on the weekends and it doesn't really, uh, it's no big deal. One of my favorites is I only drink beer and seltzers. I don't drink any hard liquor. That's always a good one. I actually ran into a young lady, a young lady of 20 years old, full-blown, full-blown alcoholic and addict. And this poor thing actually said the words out loud that, hey, I think this is working for me because I'm going to go back to drinking, but I'm only going to drink those seltzers like the White Claws and the Topa Chicos and things of that sort. That's all I'm going to do is I'm going to drink seltzers. And this poor child actually believed it. And one thing that we know in the addiction or substance abuse business is that a little bit is typically too much. A little bit of, of whatever that trigger is, is typically too much. 
So even going back and doing something as simple as drinking seltzers, well, yeah, that works for some people. People that don't have the disease, people that don't have the what the Alcoholics Anonymous call uh, the allergy. I think old Bill Wilson that wrote the AA Big Book, he was one of the one of the authors. Uh, he described alcoholism and drug abuse as having an allergy, much like having a, a peanut allergy. When if you had a peanut allergy, you probably wouldn't go hang around and eat peanuts all the time. A payday bar would not be on your menu. Well, it's the same thing when you have an allergy to drugs or alcohol. Once you have that substance, no matter how small or how light it is, it flares up something. It's like poison ivy. All of a sudden, it flares up on you, and you're full-blown back into your addiction in one foul swoop. So that would be the second thing that I would ask myself. Have I told myself any of these things? You know, it's no big deal. I can stop anytime I want. It's not that bad. I only do it on such and such occasion. Hey, that DUI wasn't even my fault. Things of that sort. If you're telling yourself those kinds of things, then there's a pretty good possibility that you might be an alcoholic or an addict. And question three, and we really, really have to be honest about question number three. Question number three to find out if you are an alcoholic or an addict is, has your substance of choice, has your DOC, your drug of choice, caused grief or problems in your life in any way? And very important that we put that in any way on the end, because, I mean, it could be that you had a minor accident and your car insurance went up. Well, that's, that's the light side. But it could be something as big as, well, maybe my wife and I wouldn't have split up if I would have done X, Y, and Z. But I didn't do X, Y, and Z because I was on my drug of choice. So has your drinking or drugging caused any problem in your life? Has it caused you to lose a job? Has it caused you to lose custody of your children? Has it caused you to end relationships? Not only uh, personal relationships, but family relationships. We find so many times that when we're in our addiction, our family gets to the point where they just really don't want to mess with us anymore because of all the heartbreak. It's not that they don't love us. It's because of all the heartbreak, and people can only take so much heartbreak at a time. And eventually, as addicts, we will wear out our welcome there. So has my drinking or drugging caused me any problems in my life? Has it caused me not to get a promotion? Has it caused me not to work overtime, therefore I can't pay my bills? Because I don't really care to be at the job longer than I have to because I want to be out at the bar, be hanging out in the corner, or, or isolating myself, which that's a lot of times what we do when we're deep into our addictions. We will isolate ourselves and we'd rather do that than earn a bigger paycheck, yet we still want to have all the things that come with a bigger paycheck, like the ability to pay bills and the ability to have some of the nicer things in life, but we just don't do it because we don't have that ambition. Our drive is only focused at our DOC. So these are questions that we need to ask ourselves. And one more time, I'll run through them one more time with you again. Question number one, do you crave or have an increased tolerance? for that DOC, for your drug of choice. Question number two, have you told yourself a bunch of lies about your drinking or drugging that you know darn well are not true? And question number three, probably the most important question that we have to ask ourselves, is has this substance of choice, has our DOC caused us grief 
in our life or cause somebody else close to us grief in their lives. Friends, I would encourage you to really take a, take a hard look at, at these questions. I would encourage you to take a hard look at your family or friends who may be in the grips of addiction and just kind of ask yourself these questions, maybe even about them. And if truly that is the case, friends, there's help out there. There's a lot of help out there. There's a reason that insurance companies pay for rehab because the insurance companies realized a long time ago that this stuff is important. So if need be, if you don't have that sober friend to reach out to, you got one now. Reach out to me. You can email me at thesoberlifepodcast at gmail.com or you can always hit us up on social media. That is at the Sober Life Podcast. Thanks again for joining us today. We'll catch you next time. Stay safe and stay sober. Stay sober.